Hey, 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 everybody, it's Leah T. Porter, and I am back with another episode of I'm Making Moves Podcast. And today we have in studio Miss Enola Pollard, right? Am I saying your last name correct? Yes, it's yes. Yes, okay, I wanted to make sure. I know people are always kind of funny about their, you know, how their names are pronounced. So I just <laughs> want to make sure I get it right. But I'm excited to have Miss Enola here with us. She is here back for season three, but she is no stranger to the I'm Making Moves family. She was a part of our season two she talked about some very inspirational things that she went through as as a hairstylist and how she became a trichologist am i saying that correctly yes you are okay good look I, i'm i'm on it today <laughs> i had all my words pronunciating correctly it's good so she's back with us because missy nola has so many new things going on she has books that are dropping She's on panels, and here at I'm Making Moves, we can say that she is definitely making moves. How you doing, Miss Enola? I'm doing great this morning. Thank you for having me. No problem. So the last time you were on the show, we talked a lot about your journey as, um, as a hairstylist, how you got started, what was your inspiration, and how you became a trichologist. So let's just kind of for people that may be this their first time listening to you and hearing you just give people a little short snippet of who you are and just a little bit of your journey okay i am dr enola pillard i'm a hairstylist of 27 years i recently became a just on the hair on the beauty industry side I became a licensed cosmetology instructor. Also, I'm an educator. Wow. I'm also a trichologist, a holistic trichologist, and I'm also a hair loss replacement specialist on the hair end. I also became a grieving coach and a life coach and an author of some new books that's coming up. Yeah. And one thing that I love about your story is that you really, whether it was intentional or not, like you really, everything that you're doing ties into each other, right? Um, you talked about you being a life coach, but you're also a cosmetologist and a trichologist. And I feel like, especially whenever it's um, mentioned about just black women when it comes to hair, when it comes to beauty, that's a part of us. Like yes. as women, as black women, we take a lot of pride in how we look. And I feel like it does go into the same sector of almost like life coaching, right? Because whenever you have a woman that sits in your chair and her hair is done, I'm sure you can see that excitement, that just that confidence that she exudes. So just tell me a little bit, was that very intentional um, for you to become a life coach? Was that something that you said, you know what, I'm in the beauty industry, I know what, my job does is, is more than just doing hair, right? We know that being a cosmetologist to me is more than just saying I'm going to fix someone's hair. It's really giving someone that confidence to feel good, to look good, and to walk a different way. Was becoming a life coach intentionally a part of that or was it forced for another reason? Actually, it was something that I knew that was a gift that was in me, mm -hmm. but it's just another level of um, integrity I wanted to walk into because there's lives, you know, that you're able to touch and change. So I wanted to know professionally different strategies and different tools because sometimes it may be a little deeper than expected. Right. So if someone come my, come my way, I would like to be able to help them, but not just based on what I know. I wanted to be professional. Yeah. And as a holistic 
trichologist and as a trichologist it's kind of helping someone change their lifestyle so just knowing from my heart and experience wasn't enough I had to get educated and know professionally how to um you know, to give them my all. Right. You know, and everything I do, I would like, I'm human, but I would like to do it with 100% excellence. And there's so many, you know, as many people I come across that say, you know, you know, where's these things happening in the city? You know, mm-hmm. where there's no one. Well, I would like to make a sound in our area that yeah. is someone, you know, that can help you, you know, in the areas that, you know, I'm professional in. Yeah, there's so many things that I could take away from what you just said. I think the first thing is um, the idea of being a student, right? And wanting to be a professional. I know you've been in the industry, in the cosmetology industry, how long? For 27 years. For 27 years. So before we get into that, can you tell us what is a trichologist? For people that are listening and does not know what exactly is a trichologist and what's a holistic trichologist? Because I heard you use that word as well. Yes. Well, I for sure want to make clear when you hear, when you see doctor in front of my name, mm-hmm. that's not like a trichologist is not a doctor. Mm-hmm. I'm a doctor because in cosmetology, I received my bachelor's, my master's and my doctoral in cosmetology. Right. So as a trichologist, you specialize in scalp disorders and alopecia, the different forms of alopecia. Now, the difference between a trichologist and a holistic trichology, holistically, you're finding out what's going on on the inside. Right. Okay. Is it um, hereditary? Is it medication? Is it stress? Sometimes it's just a different change of lifestyle and eating differently, you know, um, health wise. You know, you can, it can make a di- big difference even with your lifestyle, just how you view yourself, how you think, doing things to relieve stress. That can make a difference even with your hair growth. Wow, that's so interesting. I'm gonna have to get with you because um, I'm trying to grow my hair. Want to grow my hair out? Um, but I have to ask. I'm not. I don't want to dive too much into the topic of Will Smith and Jada Wright with this whole idea of what happened at the Oscars. But I do think that there has been a new conversation or an elevated conversation about alopecia since. Um, the situation happened and we know it was caused because of you know the joke that Chris Rock made about Jada's hair which she says she suffers from alopecia do you feel like now in your industry since that incident has happened has is there more conversation about alopecia especially within the African-American community and I guess what is your um what is your response to to that to that conversation being heightened and open and elevated now? Like, what do you want people to know that's important about that particular subject? Well, honestly, it is definitely broad. It's wide. It happened a couple of weeks ago. They're still talking about mm-hmm. it. But my personal personal opinion and professional opinion, um, having that issue. It could, it could do something to you mentally and emotionally. Yeah. I can understand what happened because she is a public figure. Mm-hmm. So many people look up to her. She have the red table. So there she's an open book. Mm-hmm. But this so it's not like it was a secret to the world that this is an area, a sensitive area in her life. Now, Will Smith's response, I will not. 
agree with the way he Mm -hmm. responded, but he is human. Um, What I feel about that, when you are a public figure or you're a leader in the community, people are, even if you're a pastor, there's people that want you to quote unquote be perfect. You are not perfect. So that action was the human side of him. And I feel that people are so harsh judging him but did you think about what you did yesterday right. or an hour ago? Now, his reaction could be that what she may be experiencing, not on camera. Right. It's, it's very emotional. You um, Sometimes you may compare. Sometimes you may have your bold, confident woman. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it may hit you one morning when you look in the mirror. I have no hair. Right. Why me? So his reaction, she could have just dealt with something emotionally by him being her husband. You know, he gets to see her weak moments, her down moments. And they may be have been a very confident moment that it may have taken weeks for her to get there. Right. And he just blew it out of the water. So I understand his emotions because when you love someone, even as a mother, a sister, a friend, when you have not only experienced true love, or you have pure love in your mm-hmm. heart, immediately the defense mode comes right. out. And so I can understand all around the whole situation. I feel that um, the public, you know, just blew it out with the opinions. But I'm really hoping that there will um, be peace somehow. Apologies will come forth and it still can be turned around. Yeah. You know, but I understand, you know, just dealing with different clients or just my professional education on it. You know, that's what I feel. No mm-hmm. one knows what happened behind yeah. closed doors. And he knows. And if that was a moment for her that she was truly smiling and not smiling, you know, just for the public, Chris Rock took it all away and exposed it on TV, mm-hmm. you know, which was a proud moment for him. His wife, maybe beyond what she felt, she came to be by his side. So that could... That could go so many different ways. Yeah. And I think in, in one thing that I took, because I know there was just a lot of, you know, a, just a lot of opinions about it. But I was like, that conversation about alopecia, like that's something that we don't hear, yes. right? It's a conversation that we don't hear. Something, if you're not familiar with it, you don't really know. So I know for me, being a person that is very aware of alopecia, like I know about it but not really understanding maybe the emotional side of what a woman goes through or anything of that nature made me pay attention a little bit more um, when it comes to when it comes to that particular subject. Um, also, you talked about like within our community, n- not like not having, I guess, that's that space for what you are bringing to the community when it comes to, you know, holistic trichology and, um, you know, bringing something different. What is, what is your, your hopes for cosmetology and everything that you're doing in your life right now? What is your hopes for your community? What would you like to see here happen? I would like to see, um, 
to be an example. And I hope it will touch the heart of leaders that are in position to stir up their compassion on a whole nother level. Mm -hmm. I I feel that there's many leaders, many young leaders. There's many leaders. I would like to be the example, not to try to feel you have to wait till you get this right Mm -hmm. or get that right. That just the way you are, somebody needs you. And, um, the real passion. So you may wonder why I have so much passion. Mm-hmm. Uh, mother day is coming up and I lost my mother in 2013. I'm sorry about that. And I lost my father at the age of eight. Wow. And I struggled with that. When I went to life coaching school, I was like, look, I'm coming get the professional, you know, about it, but I'm good. And we actually had to get coached weekly. And I didn't know I was not good Wow. Uh, concerning not having parents. So it's so many different areas to my passion. But I'll break the story down. Do I still cry? I do. But I had to get a hold of myself because I found myself, even me, mm-hmm. being down or being depressed or seeing an older couple. And that changed my whole mode of the day. Cannot stand Mother's Day. Cannot wow. stand walking in a store or even Father's Day, walking in a store, seeing the commercials. It affect me. Do I still miss them? I do miss them. But I knew that last that was last year. I, Mother's Day, my kids knew that I was going to be in a room to myself, wow. wide in the dark. And what I what I felt in my heart that it was not fair to them. I don't have a mother and father, but they do have a mother. And I was keeping them away mm-hmm. from enjoying their mother, which wasn't fair because every Mother's Day that I did have with my mom was so special. So that gave, had, I had to do something different. So what I tried to do is that the lives that my mother and father, they never may have went as far as I'm going mm-hmm. now, but to live out their legacy. They touched so many lives. When I go back to my hometown, I still hear stories about my mom and my dad. So everything you see me do, I have people that ask me, don't you think you're doing too much? Oh, um, I hate that. <laughs> did God tell you to do that? Um, don't you think you're changing? I've gotten so many different feedbacks and there's people that can't even look at me or act different with me. Like there's something wrong with me, but I decided on purpose to live out my parents legacy by my actions, not only reaching out to women, but to youth, you know, not to men, to college students. I even go to schools and speak to students. So that's great. I'm not even limited, you know, Mm -hmm. so that's really my real passion to live out their legacy. And the years I did have them, the foundation that was built, what was I taught to be respectful, to walk with my head up high. So they're not here in the natural realm, but in my heart, they can be alive, but through me and my actions. And, and my message. And I think that's great, especially with you being a life coach. I know you, you mentioned that you were going there professional. I want to learn. But you had to do some self-work, yes. you know. And I think a lot of times people, especially people that are like entrepreneurs and business are maybe in a certain line of work, that, that self-work is important. 
I feel like that's when you learn a lot. I feel like you can learn how to truly reach people and let your tests in your life be a testimony for others. So was this the the inspiration behind the book? I see Champions of Coach, right? That's Champions. one of your books. Yes, that's one of my new books. I Champions have it in my hand, y'all. Coach. I have it in my hand. <laughs> Yes, Champions, Champions Get, get coach. coach. I'm so sorry. Yes. Yes, yes, I'm so excited about it because what I discovered, what I did, I asked a few people even before I wrote this book, wow. how did they feel about coaching? There's some people that will not um attempt to get mental help, help mentally. Oh, that's a big problem. And emotionally <laughs> because of shame, will I be called crazy? You know, yeah. I'm I'm doing all of these things, but people don't know my weakness. They're not ready to share their weakness. But I had to give a message for those that's not ready and maybe not able to talk about it. They can mm-hmm. read about it to let them know champions get coached. If you listen to anyone's story, remember Oprah would have the show where she would she would get the stars to come and talk about yes. their life. Every one of them had a mentor. Mentorship is important. I have I talk about that all the time. Mm-hmm. Even even as an older person, mm-hmm. you need a mentor. Yes. I was just telling my I tell my mom that all the time. You need a mentor. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I have um I'm in a transition season. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I I am in a place where I need a mentor, yeah. even myself, where I am. We all have our moments. We are human. And um, I'm very mindful who I consider that's my mentor right? versus someone that I may know mm-hmm. or speak well. Um, so I'll leave that to that. <laughs> but needing a mentor, you know, the times I just needed someone to believe in me, to hear me out. It just gave me even more of a passion to let people know it's okay to get yeah. a mentor. And if you if you look on social media, I mean, coaching is big. They have yeah. so many different coaches. If you sing, I'm quite sure we're dancing. Yeah. There's coaches you need along the way. So I wanted to get that message. And that book is particularly for someone that's thinking about a life, getting a life coach, that's thinking about becoming a life coach. Or someone that's in a, a time of their life in their career and they're thinking about transitioning and to have something else. Wow. Looking into another gift that's in them. Champions Get Coach will actually make you press the, the, the start button and you're going to get moving because you're not realizing that you're being introduced to the new side of you, mm-hmm. the better you, the happier you, the motivated you. Um, one thing that I'll share with you, I share with in my other book, Adjusting Your Crown, how at one part of one at a particular time in my life, when someone would come, I was always the reserve, mm-hmm. the one in the corner, but always paying attention, paying attention, <laughs> but quiet, you know, and the very person that I was called to be was opposite of what I what I where I was in life. Oh, speak to that. I can I can definitely attest to that myself. <laughs> yes, yeah. it's real. And so, um, if you today would say, "Who are you?" You know, like if we approach you, "Who are you?" I would say, "Oh, immediately put my hands up. I'm a single mom. 
I'm divorced. I've never been to college. You know, I, I immediately would identify myself with my circumstance mm-hmm. or who I was. But ask me today who I am. I am Dr. Enola Pillard. Yes, ma'am. I didn't know I was identifying myself from my mistakes and what I didn't have. But that was the old me. I had to tell the old Enola to kick rocks and really embrace who I am. And, you know, as I got to know me, I like me. Yes, you know, indeed. at one point it was like, I like me. And then I, I can say now I love me. Mm-hmm. So whatever anybody else do is just extra. So there are certain things, certain standards. There's certain things you will not see me do. You will not see me on social media, you know, um, sh- you know, on fussing with somebody else yeah. or in church one time and then in the club. You know, I will not controverse. Um, you will not see me arguing in a store. It's just certain integrity. Right. Because I have tapped into who I am as a lady, you know, as a queen. And there's certain things you will not see me do because of I have identified who I am. Even I was even at a stage where I looked and was hoping for someone to say, good job. Excuse me. Good job. Mm-hmm. You look nice today. Oh, I love that fragrance. I looked for that. And I wasn't getting it at that time. So I began to wonder why, you know, mm, why, why don't, you know, what's wrong with me? I felt that something was wrong with me. And as I began to meditate and look over things, it's not designed for you to be um, just viewing yourself off of the applause and the right. pats on the back. You have to know this within yourself. When they do it, that's wonderful. You've noticed that. Thank you for the compliment. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what it is. <laughs> but you cannot just feel identified with what other people see. People have different opinions. They may like you one day, but they might not like right. you one day. You know, and that's just the way that's just the way it is. Well, I can't wait to read this book, <laughs> Champions Get Coached. So if you are looking for uh just that motivation, that push to push the star button yes <laughs> make sure you pick up a book tell us where can people find your books because this is not champions get coached is not your only book i know you say you have a children's book coming out you have other books that you've written where is the best place for people to get in contact with you and to purchase your books i have a website is www.ashanteenterprises.com and you can uh, overview all my services as a trichologist, as a life coach, as a hairstylist. You can view all my books and you can actually purchase those books on my website or you can go on Amazon. And if you're locally in the area, I uh, work at Noel's Barber Lounge and I always have copies on me. But I'm prepared, excuse me, preparing for this big event on tomorrow where I will be on a panel. And um, I will have just about all of those books. I will have pretty much all of those books wow. on the table there on tomorrow. Well, Miss Enola, doctor, I'm sorry, Dr. Enola, <laughs> look, you may not be a medical doctor, but you earn the right to have doctor in front of your name. You are a specialist. You're a trichologist. So Dr. Enola Pinard, <laughs> I just want to say that I'm so 
proud of you. I've been knowing you for a long time, maybe not personally, but just in the community. Um, a few people that had done my hair, you worked in a shop when I was younger. So to see you flourish into this passionate and purpose-driven person, like we are lucky to have you in our community and we need to have more young men and young women, both men and women, hear your story to be inspired, to motivate it. And to get coached. Yes, 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 yes. Get <laughs> so coached. thank you for coming on. Uh, I'm making moves. As I mentioned earlier, you are definitely making moves. Continue to make moves um, and continue to do great things. And thank you. Thank you so much for having me as, as a guest today. No problem.